Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Monday and I just came off of a very nourishing, life-giving weekend. I was very sick last week, like dying kind of sick and I never get sick. And I think most of it was emotional. I think, I think negative emotions have a huge impact on our immune system. And I kind of in the beginning of last week, I was like very down in the dumps emotionally and just struggling a lot with various things. And that resulted, I think, in me getting pretty sick. And so I was sick for a few days and just fever and sore throat and coughing and tired. And, but around Friday, I started feeling better. And so Jesse and I went exploring this weekend and we found some really beautiful little beaches out here. We're, we're in, in the Canary Islands right now in Spain. Um, and so we found the beautiful beaches and just had a really life-giving few days. And I think my immune system really needed the salt water and the sunshine and the grounding and all that, but also my emotions really needed that rest and disconnect. So I'm feeling really rejuvenated and nourished and happy. I hope whatever day of the week it is for you right now, you are having an amazing day or I hope you are having the day that you need because sometimes the day that we need isn't always an amazing day and that's okay. So for today's podcast topic, I have a very interesting random topic for you, but I feel like it's going to be something that women really, really resonate with and are going to really see in themselves. Either that or you're just going to think I'm weird and crazy. That's cool too. But I have been thinking about this episode for a while now and it all stemmed from a story of me at the store buying butter. I will tell you that story today and hopefully you resonate with it, but I am excited to dive into this episode. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Intentional Health Podcast, a space for women to be empowered with the real no BS truth about their health. But to be honest, this podcast goes far beyond physical health. Join me each week as I share stories, science, and thoughts with you on everything surrounding womanhood. You can pretend we're just two girlfriends chatting over some homemade mocktails or a warm glass of raw milk because that's how I want these conversations to feel. I'm not about formalities. I share the details no one wants to say out loud and answer the questions we've all secretly been asking. So welcome, friend. I'm so glad that you're here. All right, so the intention of today's episode is to talk to you about creating a plan creating a plan for your life, creating a plan for your health, for your relationship, whatever it is that you are working on right now, that you have some big goals or big intentions surrounding, we're going to talk about actually creating a plan to get you closer to those visions. And I want to start by telling you a really stupid, but really, um, I don't know the word for it. This, this story is like a metaphor for my entire life. I feel like because this is going to be such a small kind of dumb little story, but I do it in so many areas of my life and I'm sure many of you do as well. So let me tell you the story. Every week that I go to the store, I 
will, you know, you'll have your list of things that you're out of at home and that you got to buy. And, you know, most of the time by the end of the week, I have run out of butter. And so I'll put in my little list like, oh, I'm going to buy some butter. And so I'll get to the store and I'm doing my grocery shopping and I'm grabbing all the things I need and then I'll get to the butter section. And I will think about the fact that I really don't want to buy butter from the store and I would really like to be making my own butter because it is much more nutrient dense and all the things. I would just really like to start making my own butter. It's been a random goal of mine. And so in that moment, I'll be like, you know what? I have to go buy some raw milk anyways. I'll separate the cream from it. I'm going to make my own butter for the week. It's going to be great. Cool. And I will not buy butter from the store. Then I'll take myself over to the little farmer's store and I'll buy my raw milk. And something that you must know about making butter from raw milk is when the cream, I don't know if you've ever seen a gallon of raw milk, but the cream separates from the milk and it sits on top in this layer. And it's important that you do not shake the bottle because that will it'll combine and then you won't be able to extract the cream. You'll have to wait hours and hours for it to separate again before you can extract it and blah, blah, blah. So I go to the farm store, I grab my bottle of raw milk, and I will bring it in the car, keep it upright so it stays separated, and then I will get home, and I will be putting away my groceries, putting away all the things, and I will now go to put my milk in the fridge because I'm in a rush and I don't have time to separate the cream right at that second, so I'm going to put it in the fridge and I'm going to do it later. But the f- the shelves in our fridge, um, you can't put they're very they're kind of low, and so you can't put a gallon of milk upright. You have to turn it on its side. But if you turn a gallon of milk on its side, the cream will no longer be separated. Okay. And so in that moment, my brain will do this ridiculous thing where I'll think to myself, whatever, it doesn't even matter if the cream combines it. Let me put the milk on the side, on its side and put it in the fridge. I'll deal with it later. Then a few hours later, I go to make lunch or I go to make dinner and I don't have butter and I need butter. But my, my cream's not separated. I didn't buy butter from the store because I was going to make my own. And I've just like completely self-sabotaged myself from having butter. And this sounds like such a ridiculous story, but I promise you, you can find areas in your life where you do this, where you have this great idea or vision of, wow, I'm going to make my own butter and it's going to be awesome. But then when it comes to your daily life, like actually being in the moments of your life, you consciously are choosing decisions that are taking you further away or completely making that vision not possible. You are saying, whatever, it doesn't even matter. Let me set combine the cream and the milk, even though I know it's going to completely screw me over five hours from now, for that purpose of convenience in that moment or for the purpose of not wanting to deal with something in that moment. To give you another maybe more real life example, maybe you have a goal of getting into a consistent workout routine and you know that the best time for you to work out is in the morning because in the evening, you know, you're picking up kids from school. You got to take them to their sports practice. You got to make dinner, all the things. There's no time to work out in the evening and you know that. 
but one morning you wake up and oh you know I'm tired and I really don't feel like working out right now like I I'm gonna squeeze it you tell yourself I'm gonna squeeze it into the afternoon I'll I'll make it work even though deep in your heart you know there's no time to squeeze that workout into the afternoon and so then you go about your day, the afternoon rolls around and suddenly it's like, oh my gosh, I have to get my workout in, but I have to go pick up the kids and I have to take them to sports and I have to make dinner and all these things. And you're surprised somehow by the fact that you ran out of time to do your workout, even though you knew that working on the afternoon probably wasn't a good idea because you're not going to have the time. It's like we take all of our problems and we put it on the back of our future selves. We put it on the back of five hour from now us. We put it on the back of two day from now us because they're not really us and, and we don't really have to, you know, deal with those consequences in this moment. When in this moment, we're going to make decisions that make us feel good, even if they completely screw over our future self. It's like we have this belief that the future version of ourselves is going to be more capable, more prepared, more organized, more fill in the blank. But we're not actually equipping our future selves to become that. We're not doing anything in the present moment so that our future self can be better all of those things. And we're just kind of hoping things are going to fall into place. And I think one of the big reasons that we do this is simply because we lack a plan, like an actual solid step-by-step plan. We may have big, amazing, beautiful visions. I may have a great vision and dream of, wow, I'm going to make my own butter and it's going to be so amazing and all these things. You may have a great vision of the person that you're going to be six months from now when you work out every single day and you can, you can picture yourself doing these workouts and feeling so strong, but then we stop at the vision and we don't continue on to making an actual plan to execute that vision and make it a reality. And so then we just completely screw ourselves over because, you know, you can have all the dreams in the world, but if you don't have a plan to actually achieve those dreams, like you're not going to get there. I'm sorry to tell you, but you, if you, if you have a vision without a plan, the vision's not going to be enough when it comes to the chaos of daily life. There's a great quote by Rachel Hollis. i I think it's, I've heard her say it. Maybe it's someone else's quote that she's quoting, but something that she always says is if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. It's almost like that, that quote of like not deciding is still a decision. Like if you are failing to make a plan in your life, you are subconsciously planning to fail because life is busy and chaotic and we have lots of things on our plates and many different priorities. And so when there is something that is a priority to us, we have to give it attention and focus and we have to create structure to be able to achieve that. To actually give you another great like current day example of this, um, one of the reasons that Jesse and I came to Europe was because we really, really love having adventures and cool experiences with other people, with some form of community. And both of us have done solo travel in the past. Jesse lived in Asia for a while by himself. I went and lived in Costa Rica about two years ago. And in both those experiences, They are some of the best memories of our entire life because 
during that time, we met some really cool people and we got to do some really cool things with those people. And we want to cultivate more of that kind of stuff in our life. And so now that we both work remote, we came out to Europe. But the difference is that when Jesse was in Asia, when I was in Costa Rica, we weren't working. You know, we had all the time in the world to be able to cultivate these kinds of experiences and go out and meet some friends and do some cool, cool stuff. And, but you know, now we have jobs. And so most of our day is spent working and that doing those kinds of things are going to be more on the side. And so I remember, you know, before we came here, we had this big, or I had this big vision in my head of, you know, you just kind of dreaming what something's going to look like when you're going to go on a trip. You're kind of like dreaming about it in your brain. And I had all these visions of what the people were going to meet and the things we were going to do. And it was going to be so wonderful. And, you know, a month and a half into our trip, we both felt kind of frustrated at the lack of those kinds of experiences that we were having. And the hilarious thing is neither of us had done a single thing to try to cultivate those kinds of experiences. We have been, you know, working the whole time. And when we are done working, we're pretty tired and we tend to just kind of be homebodies. And so nothing that we're actually doing is conducive of the vision that we said we wanted to have. And so now we're sitting here confused about how come we're not having these same experiences that we had last time we traveled, but we're doing completely different things and we didn't actually have, we didn't come in with any form of plan of like, okay, that's our vision. That is what we want out of this. Like now, how, what are we going to do to make that happen? Like, where are we going to go? What, what kind of things are we going to do to cultivate that experience that we dreamed of? We just dreamed up this idea and thought, okay, cool. Now let's let the magic wand be waved and let it just fall into place and let it happen without any effort on our part. And I can just think of so many areas in my life. I can think of so many times I've seen this happen in friends' lives where you have this big, beautiful vision and you do absolutely nothing to actually create it, you know? But we're going to be smarter than that now. You are going to be smarter than that because now we have seen this. We have consciously realized that we are doing this. And now we can make some change. We can do things differently going forward. So what I want you to do is I want you to think of what vision you are currently holding for your life. And I want you to get out a piece of paper and write it down. Take out your notes app on your phone and write it down. Think about what big vision you've had for a while that maybe hasn't really come to fruition yet. Maybe you really want to develop some some strong friendships. Maybe you've always wanted to do 10 pull-ups. Maybe you've always wanted to just start feeling good about your nutrition and cook your own foods and whatever it is. Find what that vision is for you. And now first, I want you to write out that vision in your mind in deep, vivid detail. I don't want you to just write, I want to get fit and strong. I want you to write, I want to be someone who goes to the gym at this time every day and I 
I'm able to do this many pull-ups and I am able to do that cool headstand thing that I saw the girl at the gym do last week and and I feel strong and when I look in the mirror, these are the things that I feel and that I see and these are the compliments that people get, whatever it is. I want you to create this entire vision of what that actually looks and feels like. Like what is the picture, what is the movie that you're playing in your head when you think about this thing? Once you've written that out, we are going to create some action steps. If that vision existed, what has to be true? So maybe it's if my vision of home cooking all my meals were to come to fruition, what has to be true is maybe I have a free hour every evening to have the time to cook my meals. Maybe it's I set aside time every Sunday to go over to the farmer's market and buy the groceries that I need. Maybe it's I spend some time researching my favorite recipe, researching some great recipes and and figuring out what the heck I actually want to cook. Maybe it's I go take some cooking classes so I don't suck at cooking. Whatever that is for you. Figure out what needs to be true in your life for that vision to actually exist. Because maybe you do have a dream of, you know, home cooking all your meals for your kids, but that can never happen because you don't even have a free 30 minutes in the evening, let alone an have done prepare an entire meal. And it's like every single day you're getting upset at yourself for not doing this thing, but you haven't even carved out the space for that thing to exist. So for my butter making story, for me to be making my own butter every week, what needs to be true is that I have cream separated in my fridge every single week so that I can actually make the butter. What needs to happen is that I set aside time to actually make the butter. And I need to make sure that I do both these things before I run out of butter so that I don't have to emergency go to the store and buy the butter that I didn't want to buy. Or if it's for the vision that I was explaining about my and Jesse's time here in Europe, it's like, okay, for that to exist, what needs to be true is that we need a hour or two in the evenings after work or in the mornings before we start work to do something. We need free to set aside our time on the weekends. What needs to be true is that we need to find where the people that we want to be surrounded by are spending their time so we can go out and actually meet them. What needs to be true is that we need to be living in a place where these people and these experiences even exist. You, you get the idea. Once we have our list of things that need to be true in order for our thing to become a reality, we are now going to take those truths and we are going to turn them into action steps towards that goal. So if you're a mama that wants to be home cooking all our meals, then one of the things that needs to be true for that is you do need a free hour in the evening. What action steps do you need to take so that you can have a free hour in the evening. Or if your vision was to be strong and powerful and super fit and what needed to be true is you need to find a gym to work out at that you feel comfortable in, the action step is going to be let me research some gyms around me and let me go check them out and figure out which one I actually feel good going to. We are creating simple, tangible steps to 
get us closer to this thing and allow us to even create this vision in our life. So to give you an actual real example of how we did this just yesterday, um, something that we realized when we had, you know, about our travel stuff, when we had those great experiences, when Jesse was living in Asia, when I was living in Costa Rica, we realized that in both those situations, we were living in co-living spaces, which is kind of like a nicer version of a hostel. And when you're in a co-living space, you're surrounded by other digital nomads who are in the same spot as you, doing the kind of same kind of things as you, and usually interested in the same stuff that you are. And so you naturally have are already surrounded by friends that are going to invite you to go do cool things with them. But when we came to Europe, you know, we wanted our own bougie little apartment. And so we put ourselves in, a part, in an apartment where we're not surrounded by anyone directly that would be someone who we want to be in a community with. And so next month, when we go to our new spot, we're actually, we found a great co-living space that we're going to be going to, and we are actively changing what we are doing to cultivate more of what we want. So you're going to write down your, your vision in vivid detail. You are going to identify what needs to be true for that vision to exist and then you are going to create simple, tangible, tan- <laughs> simple, tangible action steps to make those truths true. I hope that makes sense. I know that you can do this. Take yourself to your favorite coffee shop for an hour and sit down and write these things. Or get light all your candles and get nice and cozy in your bed and just set aside time to start creating these plans. And I promise you all of your visions and realities are going to come true so much faster when you are planning for your success and you are planning to actually equip your future self to be able to have these things. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you. I know that you can do this. I really hope that you found this episode helpful today. If you did, please share it with a friend that you think also needs to hear it. Share it on social and tag me and I will send you all the love. And until next time, I hope that you make this day and this week an amazing one. And I hope it is filled with all the joy and growth and goodness that you need.